0: From the Kiss 92 5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. the Smoker. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. You're
1: listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha.
0: Roz and Mocha. My
1: boys, Roz, Roz and, and Mocha.
0: Mocha. The Roz and Mocha
2: Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz you, Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa. Wow
0: just
2: won oh, $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yes! Yes! yes. What's going on? Oh, oh shoot. I didn't oh, log no. into Teams. Hold on. Damn. Computer problems today. I know. I know. I know. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, crap. I need a name. I need a name. I usually come over
3: the... You always have... Mocha always has, like, cute names.
2: How do you mean cute? Who says cute? <laughs> well, they never cute. Isn't
3: that what you do? No. You, know, you always put
2: like Man. some sort of cute
3: name. You he had hey. that ass one time. Yeah. That's cute. It's <laughs> not. Yeah, I don't do it you to be al- cute. You always put a cute name. I wouldn't say cute. In my head, when you log into Teams, I'm always like, oh, what's Mocha's cute name going to be today? Shut
2: up. See, why would you have to say that? Why?
3: Oh, I look forward to it. It's like a huge part of my day.
2: Now I'm under a lot of pressure. Well... <laughs> well Come okay. up with something good. I'll, I'll come up with a, a three-name name for Microsoft Teams <laughs> three today. Three-name name. And I, oh, will I have u- one. I have one. Hold on. I will use one word from each of you to create this name. Oh. Damn it, Mori. go. Start. One. Give me one word. You just finished saying you had I know, one. But I have
4: a whole thing, so no. I have to pick one a word, word. from one, one
2: word. Face. Okay, okay. face. Roz. The. Shem. Sausage. <laughs> oh, <no>. ah. <laughs> Logging in. That no. is
3: how you play that game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Accept me into the meeting, please. <laughs> <laughs> See, look at that. Look at
3: how cute that is.
5: Shut
3: up, man. <laughs> Face the sausage. <laughs> See, that's super cute yeah. Yeah, You came up with that last word
2: Rather See? quickly
3: yeah, that was gonna, I'll tell you Sausage was going to be in there One way or another It was either going to be first, second or third But wow. sausage was going to be in there <laughs>
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast, podcast.
3: Let me right. play something for you here Go i got to find it first This is a groom at his wedding. And normally when people do super embarrassing things at weddings, Mm. it's usually during the speeches, right? That's where the best man gets a little too hammered or the father-in-law, like all of this stuff. That's where you usually see disaster happen. Mm -hmm. During the ceremony, if disaster is going to happen, we've seen all the videos, which is somebody's going to pass out or throw up, right? Like that's usually reserved for there. Rarely do you see disaster happening with the vows, Okay, so I'm going to play you this. This is a groom. I guess they decided to write their own vows. Yeah. And I guess they didn't say their own vows to each other ahead of time. And so he just decided to... What, freestyle? Not freestyle. Speak from the heart. Oh, okay. And the crotch. (laughs) What? Keep in mind, this is a groom giving his vows to his wife. Yeah. Also, note, the officiant at the wedding... The person performing the ceremony uh-huh. is the groom's own mother. Okay. Okay, so listen to what the groom
0: promises his bride. Only two things are required to keep me happy. Keep my belly full and my b empty. Oh my God, so you're what? amazing at half of it. We really need to get you some cooking lessons. <laughs> Even when my belly isn't full, there is no one I could ever love more in this lifetime unless I actually get a chance to meet Margot Robbie. Oh, my God. Since the beginning, I was always told life gets even better when the kids fall asleep and you tell me to come to the bedroom. <laughs> Nothing's better than the sound of and headboard slamming. Michael. P.S., <laughs> since you're so good at making decisions like Mary and me, you can choose whether tonight's going to end with being a toaster strudel or a Twinkie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. being that I am his mom I will deal with him later he is grounded so by all means Michael what <laughs> you do <a> dog
3: Michael <laughs> in front of your mother Michael <laughs> he's <laughs> not even my kid and I'm like Michael <laughs> that's not even my
6: son Michael <laughs>
0: Look at shit! I feel like I want to pray.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
2: Gang, I need your help. Yes, I'm if always I, here to help. If I make a mistake on this show, yes. I need you to tell me. But, okay? I, but I have to recognize that it's a mistake, though. Thank you. And we all make mistakes. We all do, but I would appreciate it. If because I feel no ways about it, right? Mm-hmm. If I say something wrong, please correct me on the air, okay? okay? Yeah. When we're doing, but I shopping. mean,
3: sometimes if like here's my thing with correcting somebody though, right? Is that if it is just a mistake, but you still get the intent of what you're saying, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna correct you because like, no, but why? if it's a blatant
2: mistake, but why? It's, though? Like it's just like if I. Have something in my teeth. I would expect... That I enjoy, though. For I I know you do. <laughs> I know. You savage yeah. SOP.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right?
2: We'll go like a full half a show before I Yeah. Like, by the way, you got like blueberry skin stuck in between your teeth. Is it only I, a I teeth do. thing or I, would I you mention the
3: fly? I have a 90-minute rule. When yeah, I notice fly, something I would, in Mocha's teeth, I wait 90 fly, minutes before yes. I say something. I would say that well, as well, you. David.
2: Moore. Um, because somebody pointed something out that happened on our podcast and I can't do anything about it because they're solidified in history. Okay. For the rest to enjoy. Yes. But what Rosamoka fan Jolene Watt did was not only point out the mistake, but then slowed it way down.
5: <laughs> slow-mo <laughs> podcast style.
2: Because it was discovered that if you listen to our podcast, yes. available everywhere, by the way, um, at half speed, it sounds like we're drunk. Yeah. So this mistake said by me, it's a blatant mistake, but it sounds even worse. Slow down because I really sound hammered. On uh, on Instagram, at kiss925, this is where we get the questions from, uh, you know, the questions that you're asking here. And uh, we'll get one of you to ask your phone to the room on the phone. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Roz and Mogu Show podcast. That's how we we end all of our podcast episodes. So I clearly said, ask your phone to the room on the phone.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Huge mistake. Big blunder. But again, I'm not going to correct that because I know what you're talking about. Like, I know what you're trying to say. Yeah. Right? But just like- say,
2: like, no, no, because now everyone can go back I know. and listen and hear that mistake I and then know. slow it down and stuff. I,
3: but then we got to have a whole conversation about it and, like, what I'm did I say?
4: fine
2: and- with it, No, no, no I'm not the guy.
3: I think I- nobody I- noticed
4: that. I think literally nobody noticed when he said that.
2: Jolene Watt noticed, slowed it down, and
0: sent it in.
3: Ask your phone to the room on the phone yeah see I'm not gonna in that moment I'm not gonna say anything I don't want to like what for right like it's not something that needs to be corrected. If you want,
2: ask your phone on the phone. Like I know what you meant, <laughs> right? Like I know what you meant.
3: I know what you meant. Now slow down. It does really, really, really sound like something exactly like something a drunk would say.
2: Ask your phone to the room on the phone. <laughs> but it's also, it's also
3: your inflection. <laughs> Hold on a second here, because every now and then when we play the, the podcast slow down, where we um, where people find moments where we where we sound drunk. Like, sometimes it's just the slowed down part where that just makes us generally sound hammered. But with this one, listen to your inflection in the entire thing. Like, the entire thing, you are... Speaking like somebody who is legitimately drunk.
2: Ask your phone to the room on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Play the the whole thing for me again. Play the whole uh, thing for me again. On Instagram at kiss925. This is where we get the questions (laughs) from. You know, the questions that you're asking (laughs) here and uh, we'll get one of you to ask your phone to the room on the phone. Here we go. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. (laughs) right? (laughs) Like, anyway, if you find a moment. And it ended so strong too, right? It was such a strong ending. If you find a ridiculous moment from our podcast (laughs) where you slow it down and listen to it at half speed and it sounds like we're wasted, feel free to submit it to us. That was a golden one. That's
0: like one of the (sighs) best.
2: Ask your phone to the room on the phone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's fix my life. What advice can you guys give me?
7: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz
0: and Mocha
2: got you. Hello, Selena. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you?
7: I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Good. What's on your mind? Why are you reaching out?
7: Uh, so color clash, how do I diplomatically tell my boyfriend that I don't like his color choices?
3: Oh, damn. You wrote a this um, <laughs> Hey, Rosamooka, fix my life. How do I tell my boyfriend that I dislike the paint colors he oh. chose for the living room and dining room?
2: I thought you were going in on what he wears. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that.
3: We'll get to that.
2: Okay, so um, the disagreement is just on the living room and dining room, or has this kind of uh, expanded into other places in the home?
7: Um, originally, it started with the coloring of the walls, but then I'm starting to find that he's not really budging in terms of anything else. So now I'm not too sure.
5: So but what it's... what
3: is the problem, though? Like, are you guys redoing your whole place, or is this like a one-and-done for the living room, dining room, or what's going on?
7: So he has a house that he's been renovating since I've met him almost two years ago, Mm -hmm. and I'm moving in in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So he asked me what I thought about the colors for the dining room and living room. I kind of gave my suggestion of, like, neutral colors, but then he told me he was thinking, like, a bright yellow or orange, and that threw me off. But I'm having a hard time trying to change his mind, and I don't know how to tell him without hurting his feelings that I hate those two colors.
3: So what what are the two colors? What does he want to do, yellow and
7: orange? Yeah, so he said he wants to do the dining room yellow and then the living room orange.
2: But what furniture? Do you guys know, like, what else is going in those rooms that may accompany those colors?
7: So all the furniture needs to be, or most of it needs to be replaced. Uh-huh. So I said, if you're going to do the yellow, you know, do you want to do white furniture? And he said, No. So I said, how about this color? He
3: said, no. So, he, But he wants your living room and dining room to look like a children's trampoline park.
8: <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, pretty much.
2: <laughs> right? Oh, damn. Like, if there's a, a basic theme throughout each room and you knew exactly what artwork is going to go on the wall or the color of furniture, like, you know, accessories maybe that you're putting, um, I might be able to understand. But, like, if he's going for orange and yellow and specific ugly colored furniture, then like, congratulations, Selena, but you live in like a house of horrors at that point. Has,
3: has he given you examples? Like, has he gone online and been like, Hey, here is these three examples of where it's worked and maybe we can work with it. Or, or is he just going like off on his own?
7: So he brought home, um, a couple of different samples from
3: Home Depot? No, 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 no. I don't mean oh. paint samples. I mean pictures of where other humans have
2: done this in a home.
7: Oh, his parents'
2: house. Okay. Oh, my God. And what does okay. his parents' house look like? I bet you it's ugly.
7: So, it's, it's not bad, but it's like, very dated. So, yeah. he But does the furniture
2: match with the color of the wall?
7: Yes. His parents' kitchen is the yellow color, but they have white furniture. So, it goes with it.
2: Okay. If you saw photos that people have posted online? Like if you go on like Hows, let's say, right? I don't know if you've mm-hmm. just seen that website or that app. If you've gone on there and saw examples of those colored rooms with matching accessories and furniture, do you think you'd be able to see the vision?
7: I could see the vision for the orange if it was darker. Yeah. Because I find that's a bit more common, but I just can't seem to my heart towards that yellow that
3: he, he seems to like. Okay, I'm just going through everything I can find right now. Uh-huh. What do you say? It's never looked good.
7: Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. No.
2: That's, Selena, that no. was in 15
7: seconds. No, it's, it's, nev- it's never
3: looked good. I think that the conversation, you know, he is, you know, did he do a good job with the Renault?
7: Um, His bathroom looks really great, and so is, like, the bedroom. Okay. But it's I also so don't like the color of the bedroom, but that's, like, a... No,
3: no, no I, I don't mean, like, is he, is he, like, when you say Reno, is he just, like, painting the place, or is he, like, fixing it up?
7: No, like, he's fixing it up, but okay. he's tore down and, like, redid the bathroom, and...
3: What color's your bedroom? Um, Blue. Oh, my God. The walls are blue?
7: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, he kind of talked about it a bit, but he says he likes that color, and that was before I met him, that he painted it blue.
3: How how old is he? He's
7: thirty one
3: now. Okay. And has he has he lived on his own before? Yes. Okay. Cause he sounds like a he sounds like he's a thirty five year old teenager who's like moved <laughs> out of his parents' house for the first time and is going through all the mistakes you go through when you're in your early twenties, right?
7: Yeah. This is the first house he's owned himself rather than like renting.
2: And he wants to live in a bouncy castle. Yeah. <laughs> basically yeah
3: like i i I, like how is the conversation how do you not hurt somebody's feelings is is i think what we're what we're trying to get at here right and 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 i don't know if there is a way because this is not something that i don't know how you compromise on this i don't know how you go from you know orange to like not like orange or not orange like there's no sort of middle ground when it comes to wanting to paint your living room right So Mm -hmm. I I think that maybe flip it and instead of saying, because paint is paint, you can just repaint a wall in a weekend, right? Maybe suggest going at it in reverse. Maybe suggest, say, hey, listen, because couches are so expensive and furniture is so expensive, why don't we go and find the furniture that we can afford and we really like, get it in here, then we decide on paint color.
7: Ah, That's actually a good idea.
3: Right, because I think that you know, a can of paint it's going to cost you sixty bucks to repaint that that living room. But if you find a dynamite couch that doesn't go with it, you guys are going to pass on it.
7: That's actually very true. I was kind of thinking about that. So furniture, then
3: paint. Furniture art, then paint.
7: That seems
3: doable. <laughs> okay, and
2: congratulations, you win. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> yellow and orange is not going to yeah. go with anything that y'all pick. Yeah. I guarantee. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I just yeah. There's just, no.
2: You should have to take a test of some sort <laughs> before you go, you go paint the living room orange. All right, Selena, you got some options there.
7: Okay, thank you, guys. All right. All right.
2: Have a wonderful day. Thanks for reaching you out.
7: You too. Bye. Bras and mochas fix my life on KISS.
5: Woo! Get those oh. booties ready.
3: Stretch it out. I need to get a booty ready for Friday. Never had to get Are a booty clean ready for Friday. Ew. <laughs> I, th- I would also Shouldn't think Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> <And it laughs> Jesus. Sunday. Yep. Fix not your su- camera,
2: Maury. Not, not, not Sunday, though. <laughs> oh. not, not Sunday? Nah, not Sunday. It's the Lord's Day, nah. You Clean your booty. Nah. What's the longest you've gone without showering, like cleaning yourself? Oh my god, I a week
3: on <laughs> <laughs> summer vacation a week, like
2: easily, easily a week.
3: Easily yeah. a week.
4: Yeah. I know, yeah, you stay yeah. in your pajamas yeah. the whole time.
2: Yeah. Hold on, an entire week you go yeah, without showering. Sure I have before, yeah. No. I've gone like a day without, but a that's like day, yeah, that's like on a weekend, yeah, not like same. right. Like wow. if I shower like on a Friday morning before I get to work. Okay, right? yeah. And then I go all Friday and then maybe all Saturday. Yeah. And then on Sunday, I have the shower. Sure. Facts. You yeah. just need to apply deodorant. I'm,
3: I'm, the, I'm the same, right? But you're asking but me you how said, long. I, yeah. You didn't say how often
2: do you. Oh, okay. You said what's the longest. <laughs> I, I, took, I give you like the longest. Okay. I took that as. You like, asked for the longest. A, I'm going to give you the longest. It's a, it's a regular occurrence. Why would you have done that? I know. Right, I just assume Ross is always dirty. That's like that's like oh, that's that's nice. asking
3: you know like any any question where you give the extreme answer and then I go ooh you do that you're like no I did it
2: once when I was sixteen <laughs> right but like but for you that one week was probably last summer
3: uh oh I'm sure I had one of those last summer <laughs> <laughs> like like it doesn't bother me but you're out in the hot sun
4: nah, I course. remember
2: one time. Jen and I, we were invited to a cottage, a friend's cottage, yeah. right? And we went and then we get there and the guy says to us, Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. the one shower that we have here and the bathtub, they don't work.
9: Nope. I have <sighs> left. Yeah.
2: And like we, and, and if you use the bathroom, if you pee, mm-hmm. don't flush. Wait until... Number two, number two, Damn. and then flush. Oh, They're that's on extreme. septic, right? That's extreme and limited water. Yeah, and we were there for like three, four days. Oh Oof. Lord, oh yeah, yeah, God. yeah. And then we're did like, you, "What?" So we use like baby wipes to like you know clean down there yeah. and like yeah, underarm. But I
3: and did you did you and that, Jenna um, stack dookie?
2: No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. I can't do that. No, no, wait, wait, no can 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 I you couldn't do that? that. What is that? I What's do that? Stacked like if I went. If I went number two, oh, and shoot. then wait, and then because we'd have to be on the same schedule. <laughs> yeah, it's of, true. Of I know. Pooping, right? Yeah, 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 And you're in a cottage. With like I know. It's two difficult. Yes, man. That was like the one weekend I probably felt like the dirtiest of my oh, entire life. Really? Yeah. But I what about the lake? Why not that?
3: just Why not just jump in the lake?
2: That was during the time when I didn't know how to swim.
3: Oh, so you couldn't? You could go in knees knees only? Yeah. huh?
2: And I and the lake, the way yeah, it was, yeah, where yeah, they yeah. had lived, it yeah. was like. You could take two steps in mm-hmm. and then that third step Weird. was a risk because it, it just sinks. Really? And I don't know how. I didn't and it's know it's
3: how. it's the mushy bottom and you can't get your footing and it's yeah. terrifying when you At can't. At that point, walk why are you not food? going
4: to the bathroom outside in the woods?
2: I would have been. There was none. What do you mean?
3: Yeah. No, you can't. You, you have to know what you're doing because if you're not like, it, like if you're, if you're not invited to go to the bathroom on somebody's property, number two. You can't just initiate that yourself, right? Like yeah. if, 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 if the crowd at the cottage all understands this is how it's done, mm-hmm. then you're okay. Sure. But you can't initiate that. Like if I had people up to the cottage and I'm just walking around and I did not initiate yes. that that is acceptable on the property yes. and I like see you, I think you're doing it because you enjoy it. Right. As opposed to that's just the way that it needs to happen, right? Also rude. Also very rude. Very rude. Take a dump on the man's property. No, you can't. You can't do like you just can't independently. Yeah, you can't independently do that, man. Like you just you just can't. And then you know you get into a situation where you know if I'm in situations like that where they're like, hey, listen, the shower doesn't work and like all this stuff, I always feel that I have to like overdo it on the disappointment where I'm like, oh, you mean I can't shower? Right? Like, publicly. Yeah, like, oh, like out, sure. in the, out in the open. Right? Meanwhile, yeah. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me enjoy my film yes. this weekend. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
2: Okay, Vanessa, um, Tax. remember when we were talking about the $25,000 sound? No one's been able to figure it out. Yeah. Correct. Right? Yep. And, uh, okay. by the way, we're going to play at 8 o'clock this morning, text cash in your name to 92555 So, yes. Roz, I had asked you if you won the, the the big jackpot, what you would do with it. You would say, and you said you would buy an ATV. Yes, I would. Right, but you said your family would try to convince you, not convince you, but make you to like take a vacation instead. Yeah, of buying it's more likely ATV. <laughs> yeah, but Vanessa said, yeah. my husband got an ATV two years ago. What? How many times have you used yeah. that ATV, Vanessa? Three times.
10: Three I times. Hear that. Like three times. <laughs> oh, no. We have the ATV here in our garage. Yeah. And it's there. Like, And we have like a trailer as well that we go camping <sighs> yeah. during the summer. And the ATV and with us like several times. But most of like the place, we couldn't use that because we, we aren't allowed. <laughs> and you- then the ATV needed to be like... In our truck for the entire,
2: like, weekend.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I think you're doing it wrong.
2: (laughs) Yeah, probably. Vanessa, does your husband want to use the ATV, or has he just, like, given up completely? And now it's just something that's, like, in your garage permanently.
10: No, he wants to use that because he paid, like, annually, one, like, uh, I don't know, a place that you can go and use it. Oh um, no! He got a membership. Oh but he
2: no! Membership, oh yeah. no! And he
10: still hasn't used yeah. it.
2: Oh no! And he it's well, not, he, it's not he has
10: like insurance. He has like insurance for his ATV.
2: Oh everything.
3: god!
10: Can't okay. it. No, Ross, no, no, no. don't buy it.
5: You don't, don't tell me
10: it. what
3: to do with my,
10: <laughs>
3: with my secret money,
2: okay? I <laughs> uh, love you lots, Vanessa. Thank you for listening uh, to the show. Thank you for texting in.
10: Thank you, and I love you, Ross.
2: Hermando, <laughs> it's Ross Hey,
5: how's
2: it going? Uh, Armando texted in and said he had to beg to buy an ATV. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened?
5: Well,
6: I had a couple of years I had to beg and beg and beg, so eventually I got one in 2021. It yeah. Yeah. Um, took about four months to get it, and I was told I had to buy a seat to take either my son or my wife with me, and no one has gone with me
2: since. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you paid for the upgrade for the additional seat And nobody exactly. wants to go with you on the ATV <laughs> on,
6: on a daily basis, whenever it snows, I get told it's a waste of money Because I won't ride it in four feet of snow Oh, damn
2: Because you don't want to or because you can't? Like, it's not that type of ATV uh, It's hard to ride in snow when it's that deep Oh, okay See,
3: I I had to borrow an ATV. I was doing some serious lawn renovating a couple of years ago, and I had to borrow an ATV. So yeah. I, I borrowed a friend of mine's, and Rox was younger. She was probably about I'm going to say about nine when I when I borrowed the ATV, and she was on it with me like the whole day. Was it a two seater? Just just doing work. Yeah, yeah. I just sat her in front of me. Oh, okay. Right? And just sort of put my arms around her. She I gave her a helmet to wear. Um, and, uh, and we were on it the whole day Just bombing around the backyard And up and around the house And everything else And it was a lot of fun Like we had a great time on it and, you know, will I use the ATV to sort of like go trailing and stuff like that? Sure, because it's like right beside where we where we live. Yeah. But honestly, I just want it to make my life easier when I'm moving heavy things.
2: There you go. And like, Armando, yeah. you're just a lonely guy <laughs> yeah. on an ATV every now and then, huh?
11: That's it, buddy. That's
2: it. Oh, <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for reaching out. And uh, more importantly, thank you for listening.
0: All right. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
2: Get ready for the drama. Tell everyone, including your mama, at nine o'clock, Sunday night, on Crave, HBO, the fourth and final season of Succession. And all the actors and actresses in that show have been making the rounds. To impress like crazy. Damn and more had a chance to sit down with fan favorite cousin Greg. Oh yeah. Nicholas Braun He's out here doing his thing. He's tall that guy. Did you feel Six, seven? Yeah. Like, did you really, really feel your shortness standing next to... The second he walked in the room. Yeah, really. Was he the tallest guy in the room? Like, even, like, all the people that he was with? It was like literally it- just oh. him and I in the room alone. No, 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 but, like, when they... Like, he didn't just walk into the room by himself, did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Oh. Like, he came from the lunchroom,
4: and they pointed, and I was just literally him and I in the room alone.
3: Yeah, there's a big difference between 6'4 and 6'7, right? Like, you, you can see... You see 6'4 in your life. It's rare that you see 6'7. Yeah. Like when you see six seven, you're like, God damn, what is going on? Like if you see six seven in a grocery store and they're pushing a cart, it's like the cart sits at their thighs, mm-hmm. like, and you're not used to like everything. Propor- the proportions are off, like everywhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, it looks like they're using like a S- joke. Card. Yeah, like some, like everything just seems off. Mm-hmm. So cousin Greg Nicholas Braun sitting down. He was sitting, right? You were standing. Um. <laughs> we were both sitting. <laughs> They put talk. you in a high chair? They were eye chairs. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, talking about the fourth and final season of Succession. Nicholas Braun, how are oh, you? Oh, by the way, <laughs> and yeah, things yeah. start out. You know how like whenever Maury talks to people, like things get weird. Yes. Right off the bat. Yes. Uh <laughs> this is no different.
4: Nicholas Braun, how are you? I'm doing excellently. Can we hum the theme song to Succession? Can we try that?
9: Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. yeah. Wah, wah. That sounds like a Christmas song. <laughs> Was that even the theme? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a Christmas song. I'm just doing... Something yeah. Something totally different. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he really does just sound he, like Cousin Greg. Right? He doesn't
3: sound six seven though. Does that make any sense to you? Oh, yeah it yeah. does.
2: Right? Yeah. No bass in his voice. Yeah,
3: he doesn't sound six seven.
2: Uh, this is Nicholas Braun, by the way, cousin Greg from Succession talking to Dan Morris. Did you know while filming this season and these episodes it was
4: going to be the last?
9: I did. Yeah, I did. We found out before the season started. Well, we found out like Ninety percent sure that it was going to happen. Jesse told a big group of us um, that he was pretty sure, but he sort of reserved the right to to say, like, in six months, if we're shooting the show and something new presents itself, then then I'm, you know, we might go another round. But we had a pretty good idea.
4: So then you've got to walk me through like the final moments on on the show. Like that must have been incredibly sad for you. Like did was it like tearful?
9: Yeah, I mean, I think everybody was pretty upset that last day you know it's just it's good like there was closure the good the, the the scenes were great that day and funny and everything that they usually can be but um but it was kind of like wow i'm not going to see this person again i won't be able to say dialogue to this person again did you cry okay um, it's talk. like you, it's okay can't talk about it yeah no, i don't cry um see because like i would have cried yeah i wouldn't i was just a stone cold whatever it yeah <laughs> I, my my eyes were dry i think you're lying to me right now <laughs> no I, I wouldn't lie to you here right now in this tiny room <laughs> you call the man out like that,
3: <laughs> cry shaming
9: <laughs> let the man have his emotions it's an
2: interesting
3: character cousin greg because he is the only character in the show that even gives you the tiniest bit of reason to root for them. Of course, because everyone the, else on the show
0: the
2: only is one. so despicable. He hasn't turned no, into that.
3: but but he's the only person that you will ever even remotely, and he makes stupid decisions.
2: Right. but But he's the. But only, love him for it.
3: He's the only character that you'll root for on the show. Uh,
2: Nicholas Braun from Succession. Cousin Such Greg, by the way. Uh, season four, the final season, Sunday night. 9 o'clock on Crave.
4: Will fans be happy with how this ends? Is there closure?
9: Yeah, I mean, people, right? Like, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I guess people hated the Game of Thrones ending. Game of Thrones ending. So, I don't know why that felt hard to say. Um, uh, the Sopranos ending. Like, you know, p- people love to hate the ending, but I think they're going to be pretty excited about it. The, the last episode is is unbelievable. Um, closure? I don't know. But, but you do know you were there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, this season's unbelievable. It may be our best season. I I feel like, I mean, I haven't seen all of it, but making it was incredible. Um, and you won't be disappointed. Should we sing goodbye to the show? Yeah.
4: It's so hard to
9: say goodbye
2: to Succession. Oh my god. You need to to learn how to
3: play banjo, (laughs) Bob. You're gonna walk into these interviews. No. You you gotta pull out a banjo or something.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. The recorder that you still have that you play. But he you. can't
3: sing when he does that, though, oh, right? right? You but how it.
2: awkward would it be if Maury's playing the recorder and asks them to sing? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I could
3: sing out of the side <laughs> of my mouth. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, that is Nicholas Braun. He plays Cousin Greg. Uh, again, the final Whew. season of Succession debuts this weekend, Sunday night at 9 on Crave.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. What's
2: going on? Ugh, I tried to watch Succession last night. What happened? Ugh,
3: too talky. What? <laughs>
2: Bro. Too, You're only
3: realizing that now? Too, no. <laughs> I. Too talky. I was just not in the right space for it. I should have waited and watched it today when I wasn't so tired. But uh, I watched it like what two What time weeks. is it on? I don't know. Nine, nine o'clock eight. on Crave. I, watched, I started watching it at 10.
4: <laughs> too Damn. talky. Matthew said the same thing and felt sorry for them for
3: having to memorize that many lines. Oh, I just want Spoiler them, alert, guys. I just want them to do, Jeez. like, here's my thing with that show is that I really, like, I quite enjoy that show. But I enjoy that show when they're doing the things that they talk about doing. Sitting like all the around. No, sitting around for an hour just talking about what they're going to be doing instead of actually doing something. Yeah, but something. Logan
4: Roy swore more in that one episode than he ever has. No, he didn't. Oh, well, even
3: Logan Roy was boring. Oh, he was the best uh, part oh, of last night's episode. Just so much talking. Just do something. Uh, it'll, it'll get there. I know it'll get there, it'll get but bro, just also the, the cousin season. Greg major thing. Just stop with the talking already.
6: I also so. think it probably hurts that it was all kind of in the same place. You know what I mean? Yes. It was there wasn't a lot of difference. It was two essentially two scenes. Oh. and that's it for the throughout whole I episode. Just do something.
2: Yo, just stop complaining, y'all. Yo, I love it. We're not nobody's Yo, I is complaining. I, I thought it, it was amazing. Okay, yeah. Enough. Enough. It was You're the one that brought it up. We mean <laughs> enough. Just stop <laughs> with the talking. <laughs> just
3: do something. Let's like, get it on Let's get it on, man. I know, it's the last season, oh, episode one. Let's get it the on. The kids did fly somewhere. That's something. Oh, just stop. Winter. They got on a plane. A great, private plane. Great. That's every episode. I should not be excited for the episode one of the final season because they left the house and got on a plane. Do something.
4: Bro.
2: I was. I f-
3: I kept falling asleep over and over and over again. I was like, just stop talking already. Yeah, because you watch it at
4: 10 p.m. That's past your bedtime.
6: Go ahead, Shem. Can I throw this at you? Would yeah. you have preferred that there were actually commercials? No. No, because because again, it was like 45 minutes, yes, of the same scenes, the same places, a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Commercials tend to break
3: that stuff up. No, 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 no. I, I would, mean,
6: I don't like commercials. Don't get me wrong. I'm just no, saying. No, 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 no.
3: Commercials, come on now. You're going to throw commercials in a masterpiece like that?
2: <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> You'll love it though, Mocha. Like, it's really great. Like, you uh, <laughs> You will. I think Ross. Yeah, I think you need a Snickers because you're not <laughs> no! yourself when you're hungry.
3: No, 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 no! Don't get me wrong. Like I'm gonna, like I'm not gonna not watch it. Like I, I quite enjoy the show. Are you right?
2: Not complain about it. But
3: just has there oh, ever been a show God. where Ross
4: hasn't complained? And,
3: no. Oh, and Kendall <laughs> with the language. Like ugh, oh, everything he says has to be the most brilliant way of saying it. Just say something, man. No one with forced a you to wear a hat. Take the hat off.
2: Jeez. What you got against hats now?
3: <laughs> Nothing. It's just, I don't like him. You know what You know what his hat looks like? You know in a movie when some guy goes, just don't get noticed. And they go, okay, cool. And then they put like a <laughs> dumb generic ball cap on. Uh-huh. That's what he wears. But like for normal life. It's the same hat from you. Just
2: get it off. It's a regular uh, bland like dad cap.
0: Oh.
2: Anyway, it was great.
0: <laughs> the Roz and Mocha
2: Show podcast. podcast. Why did Joe Biden have to pick on the leaf?
3: It was I wasn't pissed off at Joe Biden because he had a point. Like he made a joke, right? I thought it
5: was
2: funny. But
3: what pissed me off about that was Here we go. everybody in parliament standing up and applauding. Like he oh, was I making mean. he was making a joke, but they they all were like, Yes, that's the weird
2: thing. So uh Joe Biden, president of the United States, visiting Canada. First time. And he's at Parliament giving a speech, talking to everyone. Yucking it up. Trudeau's there with his wife. Everyone, like the place was packed, right? Of course. Because it's the president. And then he goes on to say this.
6: Our labor unions cross borders. So do our sports leagues.
7: Baseball, basketball, hockey. Listen to this, hockey. (laughs) I have to say...
6: I like your teams, except the Leafs. I'll tell you why.
0: I'll I'll tell you why. Okay, sit down. I'll tell you why.
6: Uh, They beat the Flyers back in January. That's why. And if I didn't see that, I married a Philly girl. If I didn't say that, I'd be sleeping alone, fellas. I like you, but not that much. Right? Like, he was making a joke, but everybody, but, like, they didn't even
3: wait for the punchline. Like, they
2: there's so, they're so because, eager to man, hate. Everybody hates the Leafs, right? Outside of Toronto, everybody hates the Leafs.
3: Well, they hate the Leafs because anywhere in Canada that the Leafs go and play. That entire place is just full of Leafs fans. Oh, I know. They that. hate them because
2: because tickets are cheaper because, outside of Toronto. B- no, because of the attention.
5: <laughs> no, I they're the know. most
3: popular hockey team, right? And but they didn't even wait for the punchline. That's the thing that like I was like, oh Jesus, all oh, you people. Did you right? See? They don't even wait for the punchline. Oh yes! <laughs> yeah! And Joe Biden's like, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm doing a bit here. Right? Like yeah, I'm like Mary, a Philly girl this is the two-parter. Sleep- yes! <laughs> but they don't even wait
2: for the punchline. No. no. For them, like listen, everybody in that room, like the first part of the gag was it. That's it! Right? Come on Standing now. ovation right there. <laughs> Did you see they had dinner? And this menu that everyone's going in on? Did you see the menu? Yeah. Why was everybody going in on it?
3: It looked fairly normal to me. What was it like braised something or other?
2: Here. So here is the first course, yeah. Right. This is what they serve the president and his wife. And everyone's like, what the hell is all this, right? Yeah. Online, of course. Okay. So your first course is cedar salt and seaweed-crusted, rare-seared East Coast yellowfin tuna. Okay. White bean hummus, cucumber pickled radish, and bitter greens. Okay. Flaxseed cracker and lemon parsley emulsion.
3: All right. I mean, it's fancy, but All yeah, right. go on.
2: Uh, your main course now.
5: Yeah.
2: Alberta beef braised short rib. Okay. Butternut squash puree and Yukon gold potato pavé. Yeah. Wildflower honey roasted carrots and fine green beans. All right. Um, Pele Island uh, Cab Sauve jus. For dessert. Yeah. Wild blueberry in Quebec, maple moose cake, screech rum caramel, and sweet grass meringue. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good meringue, right? <laughs> Please. It's from and, Delaware. And, and fresh berries. Yeah. What's wrong? Why, why are people going in on that Every, menu? Everyone was just like this. You're like, you don't serve people this menu. This. Why? What's wrong with this menu? I don't know. Like, I'm just saying, like, people were like going in, like, they didn't like it. There was one food writer. Uh, Named Suresh Das Yeah That said Quote This is embarrassing What a lame menu White bean hummus?
3: Oh my god You're too good for white bean hummus? I don't even believe I wouldn't eat white bean hummus But I'm just saying
0: <laughs> Why are you too good for white bean hummus? <laughs>
3: yeah I am <laughs>
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast
3: God man if I'm Jonah Hill I'm like just shut up Kanye Oh god oh. Drag me into this Bruh so Kanye returned to Instagram, and I guess he's totally cool with Jewish people again. So he wrote this, watching Jonah Hill and 21 Jump Street make me, made me like Jewish people again. Jeez, man. No one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that into hatred towards millions of innocent people. No Christian can be labeled anti- an anti-Semite knowing Jesus is a Jew. Thank you, Jonah Hill. I love you. So it was 21 Jump Street. That turned
2: Kanye down. brought Brown. him back? What the Come hell? on, man. Like, listen, great movie. <laughs> Come I loved on, it. Man. But still, what are you doing? I know. And then people all up in the comment section what were like praising <laughs> Kanye, like all of his stands. No, I know. But jo- you know, you're Jonah Hill. I you, know. you
3: wake up in the morning and you're like, what in the hell did I do to be number one trending? And then you're like, oh, forgot. It's
2: me? Yeah. I'm hmm. the reason. And the problem is me, right? <laughs> 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 it's like, I Come on, I was man. Stunned when I saw. Is that is that um, post still active? I didn't even see. I saw I like know, right when he posted man. it. Um, what a whack! Job. And then like immediately the comments started rolling in. So were people supportive of him? Oh my god, yes. No, uh, loves con- like his followers. They're his followers, right?
3: Yeah, I guess. Like great movie, don't get me wrong. No, I know, but like, like if I even, it's not even like the, the best Jonah Hill movie. No, I know. <laughs> like, I can understand if he was watching that new Jonah Hill thing that he did with his, uh, oh, you uh, si- with his psychotherapist. Oh, shrinking. Oh, no 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 no, 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 Stuts? no, no, no Stuts, yeah. Stuts. Yeah, like I can understand. Maybe he watched that and got some like real good insight into mm-hmm. him, and like you know, like kind of turned. But Twenty One Jump Street.
2: Yeah, he like dipped back into the catalog, right? Like not even 22 Jump Street. No. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> not even like the stuff that not that Jonah super Hill. Bad. Uh there was that one movie that he directed that um was like a man, it was at film festivals, 90s kid or something like that. The 90s?
6: Uh, mid mid
2: 90s, right? Mid 90s, I think. Yeah, it I think was yeah. Jonah Hill directed that one. That was like a, a passion project of his, but yeah. it was 20, none, like none of that stuff. It was Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah.
3: No, I know. Hold on here. Who? I'm trying to think of uh, what else could it like? Not even uh, what was that movie I just watched the other day? I watched the um, thing again. Uh, super Bad again. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great movie, Super Bad. Could have been Super Bad, but it wasn't. It was Twenty One Jump Street. So anyway, so I guess Kanye is totally cool now. Right? I
2: wonder if he like was that a planned.
3: I don't think he plans anything. I think Kanye like, just viewing? writes garbage.
2: No, 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 not not what he wrote.
3: No, it's on like, Netflix. It's like super popular on Netflix right
2: now. Oh, Always trending. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, let me. I've never seen this.
3: Right. Right. And I
2: like Jonah Hill. Right. And Channing Tatum.
3: Sure. I mean, he could have watched Sausage Party. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he could. He could have been Sausage Party. Yeah. Right. Anything or, else? Or like a Seth Rogen movie or an Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm.
2: But I guess it was what was or trending. Schindler's
3: List. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe if he had said, "You know what? I, guys, I'm just watching Schindler's yeah. List." Right? Yeah. I've, my, I've eyes, my
2: eyes opened. Thank
3: you. Right? Uh-huh. They've I've I've changed my I've changed my ways. I heard about this movie called Jojo Rabbit. Really, really great. Mm-hmm. You know, made me rethink everything. I bought like no, 21 Jump Street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kanye doing Kanye things. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. Podcast.
2: Razamoka super fan, Fabian. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm fantastic, to be honest with you. Uh, Fabian, biggest weed head we know. Uh, If you've listened to the Razamoka show long enough, you've known that uh, for the past little while, Fabian has been growing what he calls Razamoka weed. Yeah. Right? Um, Yeah. And the last time we talked to Fabian, you had said that you were up for a weed award that took place over the weekend. Yes. Cameras were there, Roz. You oh, have no. no idea what happened. I have bro. no idea. So Fabian, who were you up against?
6: Three other guys. There was a guy Skinnerman. Um, there was a guy uh, I forget. Igo Gross, I think his name was, and some other dude I don't really know his name. But three other guys.
3: How do they judge this?
6: So the way they were judging this was they were getting people like I. Every, I, I asked everybody for DM me on my Instagram, and I'll send you the link. So it's pretty much you go to a website. Uh, click on the picture or the person you want to vote on, and you just put their email, your email in, and done. So fan voted,
2: fan, fan voted. voted. Yeah. And so, okay. what was the what was the category, Fabian? It was the best online grower. Oh, okay, best online grower. All right. So let's take for, it back sure. to this past weekend. To the what was the, the name of the event? It was uh, Ken Expo Toronto. Oh, okay. nice. Round of applause for
8: the best online grower. And the winner is Fabiano.
2: Yeah. So Fabian, Fabian gets to go up to the podium. I not really yeah. prepare for this, but uh, I
6: just want to say thank you to my wife and my daughter. They always support me. Thank you to all the followers, everybody that's supporting. That uh, keep this thing going. Thank you again, everybody.
5: Yeah, a family
3: man. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me.
6: <laughs> what? Excuse I
3: knew you guys me?
6: I knew you guys were going to call so I could say thank you guys personally because without you guys, I couldn't have got this far. You know what I mean? Why did you say that on stage? Why didn't you guys say that I was number two on the best weed smokers out of Stoop Dog? I forgot. I was in the moment, man. All the nerves rushing. I didn't even think I was going to win, man. One of the guys I was against had 5,000 followers. So I was like, no way I'm going to win. No way. Even at my wife, I was saying, I'm not going to win this. I'm not going to win this. So
3: so why do you think you did win?
6: I won because of my fans and you guys on the show. Oh. And now I'm thanking you guys on air in front of the millions of people that listen. I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart because you know without you guys, I couldn't have done most of the stuff I do. Mm. I do most of the stuff I do online because of you guys with my Raza Mocha cookies.
3: Admit right now that we've done more for you than your wife has. A hundred percent. Okay,
6: good.
2: <laughs> Yo, That was easy. There was zero, <laughs> you are evil. Zero back and forth. Baby. Bro, you're in so much trouble. Uh-huh. But my, my wife, but my wife is always there for me. Uh-huh. I,
6: like, you know, I can't do this without her. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. So, you know? as, as winning um, the award for best uh, best online grower for the weed, right? What do you get? You get a trophy? What they give you?
6: I, I got a little um, glass, handmade glass uh, trophy type deal. Okay. it has uh um that can expo on there and then it has uh the award that i won on there
3: now okay. do you can you leverage this in any way to like i don't know make more money or i don't know like how do you what does this award do for you
6: i'm just hoping it builds my name up now and that i have a better name out there on instagram and wherever and hopefully i could get more sponsors and go make yeah get my name more reputable out there nice That's um, by the way for.
2: uh this morning, Fabian sent me a video mm-hmm. of the raza weed, the raza cookies. Yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> bro! I don't know anything about weed, but this video was absolutely beautiful. Was it? The plants. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they look like they are thriving, dude. Oh,
6: thriving, bro! Like yes. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Like my God. So, like, yo, like, when when are we when are we harvesting? I'm harvesting hopefully April 3rd, man. Oh, shoot. Oh, there we wow. go. Just around the yeah. corner. Bro. Dude, I'm right. if, if calculations are right, I should be able to have <laughs> something to smoke or, or give some people out legit by 420. <laughs> wow.
3: That's amazing. Yeah. There you That's go. That's amazing.
6: Award winner, Fabian. Wow. Congratulations, so, man. Thank you. Thank you. Can I say yeah. some thank you since I'm on air? Oh. On air. <laughs> Let's do, I, this is what I was planning for. Oh. This
2: is what I was planning for. Okay, go, go, is, go.
6: So first and foremost, as always, I got to thank my wife and my daughter because without them, I can't do this. Second and foremost, you guys, Roz and Mocha, to all my fans out there, man, I could not have done this without you guys. With all your support, man, I do this for you guys. I love you guys.
3: Bro, you got to flip those two, homie. (laughs) Honestly. Honestly.
6: (laughs) Oh, man, I love you guys. You know I love you guys. You guys are like my family. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm doing, actually, man, with some of the rods and mochas? I'm trying to look for somebody because I'm not the greatest at making edibles and oils, but I'm going to try to make some edibles and oils for you guys because I know some people you know do edibles and not smoke it, so I would like them to try it as well. So I am going to try to make edibles out of it.
3: Okay. Uh, Listen, Fabian, we're very damn proud of you, man.
6: Thank you so much, okay. man. I'm like, I'm so happy you guys are because like it means a lot that you're proud of me, man. Yeah. Like honestly, it does, man. You got it,
2: bro. All right, Fabian. Take care, bro. Thank you. I love Yay, you guys. Love the you. Yeah. There we go.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
2: Katherine Reitman created and stars in the CBC hit TV show Working Moms. And after seven seasons, it all comes to an end with the series finale tonight at nine. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome back to the Raza Mocha Show, the one and only, Catherine Reibers! <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, guys! Oh,
5: air horn! What's you know going
2: on? We know you love the air horns. How are you?
12: I'm good, guys. How are you?
2: Ah, So good. Glad to have you back on the show. How are you feeling these days with the, uh, the, the finale, the series finale of Work and Moms airing tonight on CBC? How are you feeling?
12: Oh, it's nuts. It's totally nuts. I mean, it's a really bittersweet feeling. I'm still proud of it. I, I think we really did the fans' justice and finished the series the way we believed it should from the start, but it's hard. It's brutal. You know, we it's the best gig in the world.
3: When you, like, when you do a show like Working Moms and then you're like, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. Like, other shows, when they wrap up, right, it's like they graduate college or they leave the office and they go on a wild... Like, when you're doing Working Moms, at the end of the show, it's not like you're no longer a working mom.
12: That's right. That's a really good point. And I think that's something we had to consider in the writer's room where we're going, okay... How do we do justice to these four women and what is the best, quote unquote, like you said, graduation for them? And the truth is, working mothers just keep getting up and going back to work.
5: That's
2: it. Did you know going into this season or had you known for a long time that season seven was going to be the last one?
12: Yeah, you know, we we opened the season six writer's room last year sort of within a shape of how we wanted to end it. And we gave ourselves two seasons to sort of get us there in an appropriate way. And I really think we did it right. I'm so proud of this finale, you guys. I can't wait to hear what the fans think.
3: When you do a show that hits with people, like when you first started this, it's like there's so much like, oh, my God, are people even going to watch? And will we get a second season? Like you had so much to worry about. But what happens over the course of all of these seasons is that, like, Mocha and I were just talking about this, which is like this is like, the show that mocha and his wife jenna share like this is the one that they watch together right like so you start this thing but then it sort of becomes not yours and it belongs to this beautiful couple like mocha and jenna and you're tearing that away from them now
12: first of all shout out to jenna (laughs) i'm so proud that you guys watch this show together what jenna has to put up with my god um I'm so thrilled
2: you guys watched. Yeah, I got to tell you, so um, the, the the thing is about work in moms, Catherine, is that, you know, we have an almost six-year-old at home, right? So when we first started uh, watching yeah. this show, what we found were like themes throughout the episodes or the seasons with like each one of the moms, like Jenna could relate to or our family could relate to something that, an individual or a family on the show was going through. And just the other day, uh, we were watching an episode. I don't want to give any spoilers away to anyone who hasn't seen this this upcoming season yet. Maybe you're waiting for it to get on streaming services, which I'm happy to say on Netflix, April 26th, the entire season seven will be available. But there was something, there was a moment that happened on the show, which is almost an identical conversation that Jenna and I had like a few days before. Right. And like you guys just like, yeah, with with the themes and the the subject matter of certain things, you just like kind of hit everything right on the head. And you're not you don't shy away from things, which is wonderful.
12: Well, the show was a genesis of, of, you know, me trying to go back to work as a new mom. You have a six year old. I have a six year old. This show started when my six year old, your six year old, was three months old. Yeah. Our writer's room opened up when I was six months pregnant. And so this show grew with my youngest child. I have two kids, a nine and a six-year-old. And I, Mocha, I got to tell you, I mean, every single one of these, there's so many stories, not all of them, of course, some of them are just pure bananas, but a lot of these stories are just ripped, particularly in the first two seasons, from my experiences as a working mother and how crazy it is and how underrepresented it is in the shows that we all devour daily. We can watch... You know, people like uh, Donald Draper and Walter White and all these amazing premium shows where these men are doing incredible things. And what I, could, my husband and I couldn't believe was that the things that I deal with on a daily basis as a working mother are just as high stakes and insane and hilarious, and why aren't they represented? And so that was... Mm-hmm the fuel that started the show.
2: Uh, Catherine Reitman is on the Mocha show, Workin' Moms series finale on CBC at nine o'clock tonight. And uh, Catherine, we got a lot of Workin' Moms fans who are listening right now. Uh, what do you want to say directly to them?
12: Oh, guys, thank you for tuning in year after year, season after season. This, this show has been a love letter uh, to all the mothers hell, to all the people out there who are trying to continue to have an identity outside of their home and be a three-dimensional person. And I see you, and I appreciate you, and I hope you enjoy it.
2: Oh, amazing. Catherine Reitman, thank you so much. Again, series finale of Working Moms, 9 o'clock tonight on CBC, and then this current season, uh, season 7, will be available on Netflix uh, starting April 26th.
3: Uh, Before we let you go, you're in California, which the weather is just absolutely bananas right now. Um, Have have you been affected? Like, where are you, and what is it like? We
12: have. We're in Santa Barbara, where my parents live, and we've been evacuated twice. We're totally fine. And we're, we have it really good compared to others. We're, we're fine. Um, you know, in some ways, and I don't mean to make light of it, but you know, we lived in Toronto for years where, you know, there'd be snow days and real weather and people, you know, pull up their bootstraps and go to work. And here's such different conditions where it starts to lightly rain. And everyone around here has been so traumatized by it that we're like, close the schools. Like no. we can't handle any weather here. Yeah. And it's, It's both, like, really, really sad and tragic. And also, like, there's something ironic about it, having lived through an East Coast winter where we're like, God, can you imagine? It lightly rains and people just keep working there. But here, it's, you know, it's a whole different story.
2: Damn. Catherine Reitman, uh, we always appreciate you making time for us on the Roz and Mocha Show, sending you and your family uh, a ton of love. And uh, from my wife and I, thank you so much for working, moms. Thank
12: you, Jenna. Thank you, Roz. Thank you, Mocha.
0: (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show
12: Podcast.
0: Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me?
7: Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz
2: and Mocha got you. Kathy, hello, hello, hello.
7: Hi, good morning.
2: All right, Kathy, this is FML. You reached out. Tell everyone why.
1: So, my boyfriend and I have been together for six years. And I mean, if he loves me, he hasn't put a ring on it yet. (laughs)
3: Um, Kathy, you wrote this. Uh, hey, Rozimoca fixed fix my life. My BF and I. Yeah, I've been together for almost six years, and we have a child together. I mentioned to him about marriage, but uh, I don't think he's for it. What
2: do I do? Damn. Um, so what happens when those conversations come up? What does he say?
1: So I just talked to him about it last night, too, and I was like, are we going to get married? And he said... Yes, I would marry you. I will marry you, but will oh. it happen? I don't know. And that's the all like always the same answer that he always gives me. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So like <laughs> I always on, so say, he says, like I what will... do you mean you don't know? So hold yeah. on. So he
2: says I will marry you. I just don't know if I will marry you. No, basically? I think I think what he's saying
3: is that like you know would I marry you? Yeah. Will yeah. I? I don't know. Is he trying to be obnoxious? Basically,
1: open? he's just saying he doesn't yeah. know what the future holds. So. Do you,
3: do you get the sense that you're either two just different people who have two different views about marriage or do you get the sense that he's reluctant to get married because he's not fully committed?
1: I think it's the first choice.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Have you have have you asked him? Because I know having a conversation about marriage, where it's just about marriage, it usually starts off pointing in the direction to a wedding. Um, Have you asked Uh him? Have you asked him what marriage means to him? Um,
1: I don't think he's asked me that, but he's asked. No, no. no, Have you
3: have you asked him what marriage means to him? Mm, No. You haven't. How come?
1: Uh, I just, that never popped into my head, actually.
3: You should, because I think that that oftentimes is a, is a part of it, is that you have, marriage means one thing to you, but it means something different to him. And, uh-huh. and y- y- what you don't ever want when you're getting into any sort of committed relationship is nobody wants to feel that they've compromised, Right. And, Uh and if you don't know what marriage means to him or what his, what his views are, what his background is, or sort of experiences that he's had, a lot of people are like, I don't want to get married because I grew up literally in the worst household with the worst parents who divorced when I was seven and they're turned off from marriage. Like you don't know sort of what, you don't know what marriage means to him until you ask him what marriage means to him. And all he hears is that, you know, why isn't this enough?
1: Mm-hmm. I just feel like because his parents are never married and then same with his grandparents. So sure. oh, there you go. I think it's because he's never like, yeah, grown up in that kind of household, like being married and stuff. So it's not really like a big deal to him. But then he also said he like he's like, oh, do you know how expensive weddings are? It's true. And I said, well, we don't have to have an expensive wedding.
2: <laughs> so maybe that's all the and- stuff that's weighing on him, right? Is he hears when are we going to get married? And all he thinks is how much is this going to cost? that we maybe mm-hmm. at this point in our lives can't afford because we, you know, live in a house or wherever it is that you guys live in right now and you have your bills that you got to pay. You have a kid that you are uh, supporting as well, right? So he's probably just looking at the uh, the dollar value and what it's going to cost to, to make it all happen. Uh, Kathy, how often are you bringing this up with him? Are you guys talking about marriage like a lot? Like, are you the one that's always bringing yeah. it up, saying, when are we going to get married? When are we going to get married?
1: Yeah, and yeah, it's always me. But I told him yesterday too. I said I'm only asking you this is because I'm not getting a straight up answer. Mm -hmm.
2: Right. So maybe part of it too is that you keep bringing it up, and he's just like, "Oh God, here we go again."
1: Yeah, and plus we like, I know we want to have another one too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's just like I don't know if I want to go through with that without getting married, or just wait again. Like, because we've already been together for six years. I told him like, how much longer do I have to wait?
3: But wait for what though? That's his. You know that that's like that. That's his answer, right? Wait for what? Like wait for us to be more in love. Wait for us to care more about our family. Wait for us for what? So that's why you have to find out what marriage means to him, because you have to articulate what marriage means to you. Like if if mm. at the, if at this point you're starting to sound like even as wonderful as everything is in the relationship and, and as great as he is of a partner and a dad, if you're telling him now that marriage is a deal breaker, then you need to let him know that.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: Right. Because I like Catherine and I are getting married this summer we've been together. It'll be almost 18 years, I think when, um, right. And, and for Mm -hmm. me it was, you know, we never really discussed, you know, getting, you know, married, I have no problem with a wedding, but it was just, we never really talked about, you know, getting married because as soon as we started, you know, together, like committed, committed together, we were sort of like this instant family. And I just never saw a next level for us, right? Like I never, Mm -hmm. I I never thought that there was anything that was going to be better or higher or greater for the two of us than the relationship that we had. And so marriage just was never a a topic of conversation for us. It wasn't that I was reluctant, although I really despise having to go to city hall to ask for permission to... Do anything right <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's terrible that you have to go and get a yeah. ma- marriage license <laughs> in the same hallway that you have to go and get a permit to put a new toilet in your house And then, and then don't, and then when you want to dissolve the marriage, when people fall out of love, it's a really heartbreaking thing. You have to go and ask for permission, right? Like it's a whole crazy thing. Like marriages are, marriages are nuts and they're very expensive, right?
2: But I'm
3: just, I'm just, I'm just saying, I think you need to sit down and figure out one, is this a deal breaker? And if it is, you got to let him know. But I think that you have to let him know what marriage means to you. But more importantly, you got to find out what it means to him. And then I think you'll get to the bottom of this.
1: Yeah. Right. Okay.
3: Like he may not. He may not care. Like some people may not. You know. He he may be like. Listen. I have no problem being married. I just don't want a big dumb wedding. Because when you say, can you get, ma- can we get married? Uh, he may all only hear, hey, can we have a big giant wedding that we can't afford? Right. Like just mm-hmm. you, be very specific with him.
1: Yeah.
2: I think if you have that convo, you'll get the answer.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. All, all right. right.
2: Thank you so much. No problem. Have a wonderful day, Kathy.
0: Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss
2: david getta bb rex i'm good that's my kid's favorite song we listen to it on repeat in the house oh yeah and in the car when you but can- i have to play the clean i always got to go find the clean version.
3: what's the dirty version i don't you know what's interesting is that i the stuff we play because i never hear it outside of when we're sitting in this room mm. ever and sometimes I'm shocked, like every now and then I'll be in like an Uber or something like that, and I'll hear one of the songs that I'm very, very used to, and I find out that, that it's really dirty, and I'm like, I didn't even know there was a dirty version.
2: So for David Guetta and B.B. Rex, I'm good. The line is, I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. I have yeah. the best freaking night of my life, on, yeah. like what we play on the radio. Yeah. But it's the actual F word in the really? edited version. Yeah, one time blasting the song in the house, and I forgot that I, I never checked to see if it was the clean version or not. Oh. So now I double check because like he'll want to hear the song, Yeah. and at the end of it, he'll be like, "Can we listen to it again?" And we repeat it like three, four times. And oh, yeah, when we're in yeah. the car, we gotta listen to it. Yeah. It's one of those.
3: I don't know if I would probably be shocked if I heard the, uh, the dirty version of it.
2: Well, Mocha has a clip. I know. No, no <laughs> shit.
3: <up. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting fired over David Ketta. <laughs> you wouldn't get fired, no. Nah. Please, Maury's still I here. Was
4: just gonna say,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've had many oopsies.
2: Um, there's that song, "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd. I think was the first song that mm-hmm. he like recognized as popular music that he loved, right. And then there was Can't Stop the Feeling from mm. Justin Timberlake because of yeah, the Trolls Yeah, that's a, a kid's song too, though. Right? Because right? the yeah. Trolls movie. He yeah. must
4: love a whole bunch of Black Eyed Peas songs too, right?
3: Uh, <laughs> like no. Kid no. Why would they go... I've <laughs> got a feeling. Nobody plays that. You are so out of touch, Maury. It's really <laughs> incredible.
2: Listen to a playlist. <laughs> like, like, yeah. I don't have kids in I know, my life. But you're, so I, a I, song. You're, But
3: do you think that like, you think kids are going to find Black, like, I got a feeling? It's
4: very like upbeat that you, and
3: fun, just like I Bet You
4: Pharrell and Happy.
3: But that's just because of movies, though, right? Like or just that, in that general. Song, it's a that fun, song, very that song's, song. in, that song's in movies. No, you have to go like... Like when Rox was young, she discovered a lot of sort of like pop music from uh, like Dance Dance Revolution. Yes. Right? Because whatever the songs were on there, mm-hmm. you would just... That's what you were danced to, right? So it was like a lot of Kesha. Yes. Right? It was a lot of uh, Timber and... Who did she do that? Was she do it with Pipple Timber? That no,
2: was Pitbull. Yeah. Pitbull, yep.
3: yeah, yeah. There was a lot of that in my house when she was young. But but that's how that's how they just discover music. Like
2: it was um, in the Trolls World Tour. Had like a bunch of classic rock songs that they redid. Right. So that. Um, that album, that um, soundtrack was yeah.
3: huge. They went enormous. on a world tour? No, it was a movie. In the movie. movie. Trolls oh. World Tour. <laughs> okay, but um, so back out of the conversation, man. You don't, you
2: have, you have no idea what you're talking all about. Right, see okay, jeez. Okay, <laughs> Trolls went on tour? Um, I'll tell you, that would be actually one hell of a tour if it yeah, was I Anna know. Kendrick and, and Justin Timberlake and they yeah. did like a Trolls tour. Man.
3: You think Anna Kendrick's going on tour with like guys in suits? There's sure. no, no way. You mean to you tell would, me. No way. They would hire somebody to go on that tour who looked a little bit like Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick is not going on tour for Trolls.
2: That would be a smash oh, please. tour. please. She'd make a ton of money. She um,
3: would make a ton of money.
2: Real quick, let me play this because yeah. this shows up on a playlist. And I'm surprised that this song didn't get any uh, bigger than just populating on a playlist. But you remember when Shawn Mendes was the voice of Lyle Lyle, Crocodile Mm -hmm. for the movie, right? Mm -hmm. He did the entire soundtrack. There's one song called Heartbeat that was amazing. And I'm surprised. And I don't know if it was because during that time was when Shawn Mendes was going through stuff and he decided to take a break Mm -hmm. from tour and music and just like seclude himself away from from the world. Mm -hmm. So the kind of promo for the movie... Wasn't as like they used well, the other it's because nobody saw the movie. And I don't know if like part of the, the promotional aspect of it didn't really feature Sean Mendez. Like he did, I think one or two, but yeah, I know the movie didn't do well. Um, but the soundtrack, the soundtrack is actually really good. And that one song, Heartbeat.
8: Uh, Heartbeat,
7: it spits up whenever you want me, what you got. I wanna like I'll be that I wanna be whenever you open it's so like, See,
3: Mendez. it's not. It's it's not. It's not the right kind of song, that's, that, that song. Is, that, that's gonna go. It's it's a fine song, but it's not a movie song. Like when you look at the songs from kids' movies that have exploded, from yeah. like Encanto or um, right. like all of those, mo- like uh, like what's the, what's the the one with the thing with the two girls? Frozen. Frozen. Like when you look at those songs that explode with kids, uh-huh. they're a very specific. Formula to those songs. This song isn't one of those songs. This that is just a pop sounds, song. I've never heard. That's a
4: good
6: song. Yeah. Though. See, I disagree. I actually think it. I think it's just a movie song as opposed to one of those crossover songs. Because the songs that you mentioned from Encanto and Frozen crossed over. That's how they really exploded. Right? But they like, started
3: as movie songs. Yeah, no, then for crossed sure. Over. This is a pop song put into a movie.
6: Oh, see, I, yeah, okay. See the opposite, but I feel, I feel you. Anyway, that's
2: Sean Mendez. Heartbeat from La Crocodile.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast.
2: Podcast.
0: Hey, Julie, are you there?
2: Yes, I'm
0: here. Ah, uh, welcome
2: to the Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, Roz, Julie lives in New Brunswick. Oh yeah, I do. Big yeah. fan of the show yeah. since the time I read uh, pages out of my journal when mm. I was right. like ten years old. Yep. We've been getting uh, people like Julie reaching out saying, "Hey, I found my journal, my diary from when I was a kid," and uh, I I don't mind sharing. From some of those pages. How old are you now, yeah. Julie?
8: I am 47, going to be 48 in July.
3: And so when was this journal written? <laughs>
8: 1990.
2: Okay, so you were how old?
8: Yeah. Uh 15.
2: Oh, yeah. that teenage angst. Wow. Yeah. So what is that, like grade yeah. 9, grade 10? Yeah.
8: yeah, grade 9. It was February, grade 9. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow, February. Okay, yeah. so what yeah. was going on in your life in uh, February, grade
8: 9? 1990. <laughs> All right. Um, I had a diary and there was a guy, there was a new guy that came to the class and he was so hot. He was so good looking. Anyways, he gave me a piece of gum. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> he always smelled so good. Anyway, I sat behind him in front and he gave me, it was trident spearmint gum and I didn't eat it. I just put it in my diary. And years later, like a couple of years ago, I was looking through some old stuff and I had found that diary, and when I opened it, the gum in the packaging was still there, but it kind of melted and, like, whatever, but uh, it was still still in the diary.
2: Oh, oh no. do you have the diary there with you now?
8: I don't know. I, oh. I don't know, because, yeah, I, but I just, when you guys were talking about the diary stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh, I so remember that. So yeah. you, you
3: kept gum. Did you write anything with it, or no? You just kept the yeah, gum? Oh, yeah.
8: Oh, there was probably, no, there was the gum, and then I wrote, like, talk about him and and um, I asked him to uh, like a dance and he said sure and so we went and he didn't even acknowledge me he was with like the the cool kids I guess you could say and Damn. so yeah
6: <laughs> not cool
2: not Do you remember cool. any of your other uh, journal or diary entries from back then?
8: <gasps> a lot about new kids.
2: Yeah, new kids on a block. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
8: Yeah, I was a huge. Well, still. Still i a big fan, but back then it was like they were just the best, oh. you know.
2: Who was your favorite? Jordan. Of oh, course, is- Jordan <laughs> Knight
8: is Dynamite. Jordan <laughs> is Dynamite. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and is Jordan the one that you wrote about the most in your diary?
8: Yes, yes. Oh, okay. And it's funny because uh, in 1990, all I wanted to do was meet them. I saw them in concert at, at, uh, in Toronto. And then in 2008, I saw them in Montreal, and I've met them four times doing the VIPs since.
2: Wow. wow. Have, you, have you ever been yeah. on one of those uh, new, is it new kids that does the, the cruise? The cruise.
8: Um, once my son graduates, which is next year, that's a bucket list for me. I will be doing that. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> I love it. Uh, Julie, uh, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you more importantly for listening to the Raza Mocha show all the way out there in New Brunswick. Uh, we yes. love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate the time that we get to share together. Before we let you go between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite?
8: I knew you were going to ask. And I have to say I love you, Mocha, but I have to say Roz because he loves his grass on in his yard, and I'm very much a plant, and I love my yard too, so i will go. say Roz.
2: See? Look at that. Yeah, bonding over lawns. <laughs> 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 I <What>? love it. <laughs> have the best day ever, Julie. Take care.
8: Take care. Bye-bye.
2: The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
8: Podcast.
2: The weather today is going to be so weird. Why? What's happening? So sunny to start the day, right? sun's not up yet, but it will get sunny. And then it's going to get cloudy. Mm -hmm. And then showers around 1 p.m. Changing to full-on rain at 2 p.m. Changing to snow at 3 p.m. Tapering off to flurries around 4.30 30.
3: Aren't snow and flurries the same thing, or am I an idiot?
2: No, I think snow is heavier than flurries. Flurries is just very lightly falling, whereas but, snow is. But like it's still know. snow. Well, it's it, like it comparing
4: is. paper and construction paper.
2: Good one. Yeah, paper. It's still paper.
3: Agreed. Yeah. Okay.
4: But the
2: texture is
3: different. Okay. We just, I felt
2: very like smart snow. for a moment. <laughs> one to two centimeters,
3: <laughs> by the way. Like guys, let me throw my construction paper knowledge right here for you. just one minute. <laughs> Okay, but it is the same thing though. Yeah. Like I'm
2: not, I'm not. One to two centimeters of snow. Okay. Okay. Uh, High of nine degrees this afternoon and then dropping to like one, feeling like minus six later. I'm done with this, man. Me too. This reminds me of uh, Noah's Ark? (laughs) No calgary when i lived there yeah i hated calgary so much yeah it's just all the the things right every day the weather like in the winter or especially at this time of year yeah it would be minus whatever in the morning and then like 18 degrees in the afternoon how do you
3: dress for that
2: like i don't know that way you can take
3: layers on and off (laughs) but who has time for that though
2: right and I, i didn't have a car when i lived out there so it was transit everywhere right and i went into the the radio station i worked at at like five o'clock in the morning when you know, it's it was like, like minus 30 yeah. with a big North face. And then at two o'clock in the afternoon, when I'd leave, it's 18 degrees outside and I'm lugging my bag Ugh. and my jacket and my sweater getting on the train and the bus and another train or sorry, bus train bus.
3: You're like the kid on the field trip who has an overly concerned mom <laughs> who has to tie his winter coat around his waist all day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. When everybody else just wore like a hoodie because their moms were cool, but she made you go on the field trip with a giant winter coat that the teacher then had to tie around your waist and you can't do anything. You're tripping all day. Yeah. Your ass is hot. Yeah. You can't sit. And you know, you can't. And lose it's your jag- responsibility. You can't lose it. No. And what do worked. they always say? Don't leave it on the bus. Yeah, I was don't. just going to say,
4: why did nobody leave it on the bus? You're not
3: allowed. You can't leave anything on the bus. Because they're not responsible. Things the, go missing. That was the dumbest rule. I think things would be safer on the bus. bus. That's what I always thought too, but not allowed to leave anything on the bus. Yeah. That's what it was like. That's what this weather's like, having an overconcerned mother.
0: (laughs) 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
2: Roz, our buddy Classified, is on hold. Uh, classified East Coast rapper uh, loved right across the country. He makes his return to Toronto after five years this wow. weekend doing an all acoustic show. If you oh, remember, right. uh, last year he re- released an acoustic version of uh, all, like a, pretty much like a greatest hits album, including if you remember this one, Inner Ninja. And like I said, he's hitting the stage Danforth Music Hall by the way on Saturday. I know you really it, like this I vibe, really do. Right? no
3: I do I, I think that his stuff works so well acoustic out. like it just translates
11: so bloody well I know you never heard this before right? but rather lose a fight than and miss the since one.
2: releasing this I album he be hasn't been on tour to like promote it or perform it for everyone yeah uh classified welcome back to the Raza Moga show how are you buddy Good, how you guys doing, man? Good, Good, man. How does it feel to be hitting the road after all this time going through the pandemic, releasing a couple of albums, working on the uh, the retrospective acoustic album, and finally getting a chance to share it with the uh, with the rest of the country?
11: Yeah, it, it feels great, man. Like, you know, most people we've all are locked down for a couple of years, so... You know, I was a little nervous at first Just to be, you know Being so close to the family And then going back on the road For the first time in four years And plus it being this acoustic Different type of tour But I think the first show was in Ottawa And as soon as you get that first one Out of the way It's just like, okay Brings you back to that field Felt great to be out See the fans back on the road With the boys and stuff So,
3: What's the vibe in the room uh, For the acoustic show? Like, how's it different From other shows you've done?
11: It's it's like hanging out in the living room. It like is that's huh? the vibe of yeah. the show. Like we dress the stage up like it is in my living room, and I just really want it to be like a more personable show instead of hey what up what up. It's like hey what's going on. It's more like a conversation.
2: <laughs> right. Uh, what's a song? So you said you guys performed in Ottawa the other night. What was the uh, the track that you you found really resonated? The acoustic version really resonated with the crowd.
11: Um, different ways. Like three foot tall is like a really cool version because it's different than the original, but, you know, certain songs, like a song like Powerless, like I'm seeing people crying in the crowd. I'm seeing different emotions. Like, that's kind of the big difference in this show is seeing people laugh and seeing people cry and seeing, you know, just these different emotions from these songs, so... That that's the biggest payoff for me is just seeing people taking these lyrics a whole different way.
2: How do you not get emotional seeing your fans get emotional?
11: I do sometimes. You like, do uh, you? know, there's times in the show where I'll I'll be going doing the song. I'll see someone react in the crowd. I'll just stop and you know address it. Like that's kind of the vibe of the show too. Of like it's off the cuff. Someone throws out a request. Hey, let's jump into that for a sec. Like it's really just kind of, you know, if we mess up, we'll just stop and talk about the mess up and make a joke about it and kind of keep going. So when those emotional moments happen, it just, to me, adds to the show and it makes it like a moment for that night. Doing
3: uh, all your stuff and going back and sort of re-recording everything acoustically, did it make you sort of re-fall in love with any of your songs? that maybe you had like, fallen a little out of love with
11: yeah like a couple of the ones that we never like had a video or really got a, a shine like there's a song from well geez 12 years ago now called young soul that was you know a song about getting older and the good things about it and the bad things about it and i had julie black resing the chorus over but going back to a song like that where a lot of people never heard it it wasn't a, a radio song or a video or everything i i love that i got to kind of go back to a song like that and again, showcase those lyrics that I feel like kind of got missed a little bit.
2: Do you do an acoustic version for these shows? Do you do an acoustic version of Oh Canada?
11: That's <laughs> funny, because that, that's we don't. I tried to do it when I was working on the record. I just didn't like how it sounds. Sometimes really? with these shows, people will yell it out. So instead of doing an acoustic version, I show people how I made the beat.
2: Oh, but then do they sing it? Because like that's like one of my favorite songs that that you, you've ever released, right? And I would just fe- feel like, I figure in an environment like that, where it's intimate, it's close, and everyone's having a good time and they're already singing, uh, you know, maybe they feel a little bit extra patriotic if you just start singing Oh Canada.
11: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we, like two shows, we did jump into it because they kept yelling at us like, all right, Owen, give me the keys. Owen's my keyboard player. He just started playing the keys. We start rapping, I start making the beat on place. And, or on the spot, and again, it just made kind of a cool, unplanned moment.
3: I always find that funny. You're like, oh, Man, listen, I'm doing a ton of songs here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: okay. this one <laughs> it's not
3: enough, like, it's not enough.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Amazing classified, always appreciate you, bro. Uh, the retrospective tour, Danforth Music Hall this Saturday. Tickets still available through ticketmaster.ca. Um, you, you've already done 34 shows, it's going to be the 35th, and it's going to be real special. Um, before we let you go. So are you currently working on new material? Is there a new song on the way? Do we get a new album anytime soon?
11: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm always kind of, you know, I haven't put any new lyrics out in a few years because the Retrospect album was all the older stuff. So, yeah, I got about six songs done for a new project and planning to drop the first one in the next, probably... Month or two. Oh, Okay, awesome. nice. Well, when you I'm, are ready, I'm always working away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Taking kids to school, and heading back to the studio. And yeah, it's, it's still, still for the love of it, man. It's just a, right. a hobby that I still love doing.
2: Well, when you're ready to drop that new single, you make sure you reach out to us, and we'll get it on the radio, bro.
11: Every time, appreciate it, guys. Uh, right Classified,
2: we love you. Thank you so much Thank again. Retrospective us. tour happening right now. Danforth Music Hall is the uh, next venue. 7:30 p.m. in Toronto. Classified,
11: we appreciate you, bro. Hey, man, right back at you, guys. Thank you.
0: The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast.
2: You see someone's trying to sell um, Robert Downey Jr.'s chewing gum. Allegedly, it's his. For $55,000 online. Oh, give me a break. So, Robert Downey was at... Do they know at it's his? John Favreau's um, Walk of Fame star unveiling. Oh, right? I gotcha, I gotcha. And Robert Downey Jr. was there. And this guy who's selling the gum," said that uh, at one point of the big ceremony, jokingly, Robert Downey took the gum out of his mouth, put it right on John Favreau's star and said, "Just to make it official." Gotcha. Had a big laugh. And you
4: could see that in the video. So the guy would have to obviously film himself taking it
2: off the star. So he he was there and yeah. said that he scooped it up and now put it up online for $55,000. But like there's no way
3: but what's the market for Robert Downey Jr. gum? But like, What's the is,
4: market for water from Disneyland when they shut down the water park? I mean, people will buy anything. But,
3: but will they, though? Is somebody going to pay? Like, has somebody paid? I don't
2: know if someone's going to pay $55,000. 55, First $55, of all, like you'd have to prove, like, if I'm going to pay fifty five grand for Robert Downey Jr.'s chewed up gum, I'm going to need proof but how am I going to get that DNA evidence?
3: But is it like, is it like, are they hoping to sell it to like a collector or, cause I only ever think. Like a fan or a collector? But I only ever think that when somebody does something like this, right? Like where they're like, I scooped up Robert Downey Jr.'s gum off the sidewalk. Mm. Their market is weirdos. Right, yes. like you're just hoping that it's not. You're not looking for a fan. You're not looking for somebody who archives Robert Downey Jr.'s. You're looking for weirdos. At or that point, or is it
2: someone who's like, like a
3: stalker would pay? Like no, a, stalker a stalker would go to a like, bank, but that's
2: what you're selling it to. Someone who could then claim, be like, "Hey, guess what? Yeah, but I the, have. It, it would look gum. cool
3: on the wall." But that guy already has the gum, right?
2: No, I know. So he, now you're hoping this that there's there's, there's, somebody. there's somebody who's equal to no. his weirdness. No, you are
3: hoping to sell it to a crazy person. Mm. You're hoping to sell it to a stalker who's gonna go to the bank and take out a second mortgage on their home to shell out $50,000 because they're obsessed with Robert Downey Jr. But Danny when you
4: go Jr. to those card shops and stuff they have um checks signed by Elvis Presley and no, stuff. I mean it's the
3: same thing no, that people not. buy that's those. No, that's, that's different. completely different. Yeah.
4: Like maybe the maybe I could sell the Lionel Richie uh, towel I have that he wiped his that, sweat with.
3: Again, your 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 market is stalkers. Like yeah. if you can I, it's find, framed if you can find a stalker who's willing to pay 50 grand for gum or I don't know what it's going to take to get Maury out of debt, but whatever that number is for Lionel (laughs) Richie's dirty towel. Have you tried selling it? No, because I have it framed. I didn't want to get rid of it, but maybe
4: You should try selling
2: it back to Lionel Richie.
4: You You think he would?
3: You know what, Maury? You're the market. I just figured that out. You have (laughs) Lionel Richie's towel that you refuse to sell. You're the gum guy.
5: Yeah.
2: You are the guy who this guy is hoping to sell the gum to. May we remind everyone, David Maury is also the one that bought teeth in a jar from uh, eBay. But that wasn't celebrity teeth. Just, oh, that makes it, oh, like that makes it better? Oh, my God, that's
0: so weird. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com. Or download the KISS92.5 app.